G'day listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL super coach. That's right, it is a new era for fantasy basketball for the NBL and it's a new era for the basketball blokes, having covered the NBL fantasy game for the prior five seasons and having a little bit of success along the way, mind you. Personally, I finished highest of the group last season, making me the reigning top bloke with a 14th place finished. And although I was first for a lot of that season, Benny, my highest finish was eighth the year prior. Hold my beer, fellas. I've had a couple of top ten finishes, remember? So uh, I'm definitely not claiming the title of ordinary bloke. Yeah, look, I'm not too sure how I claim top bloke status there, given I've got the worst ranking out of the lot of us. But it's probably a good time for me to tell you that we are brought to you today by our Patreon supporters. Yes, and you can head to patreon.com slash basketballblokes if you want access to Banksy's captains from round three onwards. Not just the most loved Banksy's captains, we also send advanced stats in a weekly email throughout the year. But what you need to do is sign up now so you get access to our Patreon leagues and the preseason cheat sheet. We put copies of the old cheat sheets on the website, which is basketballblokes.com where we also have our live scoring and our Discord live game chat. That's it, Benny. And you can sign up to the Discord group by becoming a Patreon where you can complain to us about how you can't follow along because we have too many player nicknames. And if you'd like to provide such feedback at a discount, you can sign up for our 12% Big Banger of a discount for subscribing annually. Everyone knows who Banger is, right? Yeah, I think so. Thanks for your support. Let's get to the pod. All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three folks setting out to make Super Coach history. So many things that we cannot wait to see. When do we get onto the sauce? Perhaps a twoies or some bubbles? Or is it Miller time to celebrate our players' double double party with bangers and some rock by DJ Mitchell? Is he a lock? The Kings can bring the chips like Jonah Bolden brought the dips. Will we get Ulbricht quick or at least very soon? We think it's Taron Armstrong that is going to the moon. How do we read our next stars? Are you superstitious? Impressive Johnson Alex are. The competition's rips the vicious. Robert said no Franks, so they got Franklin instead. They signed some wily veterans. Do they get over the humps ahead? The finalists have been all action. With Finn Diesel and Denzel. Couldn't beat them, so they went cheat them. Who's fast and furious as well? Can't have a pair of Sams, but can they fill Pinder's shoes? And can we pair some Jordans when Crawford's small and Hunter's huge? Will Cummings hit a shot? JLA has hurt his wrist. With no AC, does Kel run hot? And is Huck Porty worth the risk? And Adams is back with his family. Let's usher in a new era of fantasy. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL Supercoach. And you have joined us for our pre-Blitz preview pods, where we'll be going discussing each team over a series of 10 pods. Let's get it started. Cleveland, this is for you! We want more of the same from 22. And we are starting with the Adelaide 36ers and... This is, I suppose, to introduce us to the key players that have come in and the key players that have come out. And to be honest, I'm amazed that Boydie's here after his performance with the Saints speaking in the City of Churches. But <laughs> no, uh, they didn't come through for him yesterday, but uh, he's going to battle through for us. So Officially checked out of the AFL now, thanks to the Saints losing, and uh, then uh, I'm on it. All right. 
just broadly, think of Adelaide 36ers, how the hype was so great for them last time. The big names and player signings that came through, they go over and win an NBA game and might be a little bit different this year. The key ins, we've got Kadee, Humphreys, Wiley, Cal, Jamal Franklin and Trenton Flowers. And some of the outs, we've got Drimmick, Harris, Kai Soto, Robert Franks, Antonius Cleveland. Ugh. That's on here. It's and Ian Clark, who of course uh, joined later on in the season. How are we feeling overall, Banksy, about just the on paper roster of the Adelaide Thirty Sixes compared to last season? Well, I think the th- first thing that stands out there's some pretty big outs, and I'm yet to be convinced based on the preseason games that they're any better. Um, there's a lot of big watches. I, I don't know where these rotations are at right now, so. They're probably the biggest team that are on my Blitz watch at the moment. Well, one reason for that may very well be the schedule. Failing to plan is planning to fail. It's time for the Scheduliser. Speaking of the schedule, there's probably four main teams for me based on schedule when I'm looking at my starting team and Adelaide is one of those because they have three doubles in the first four rounds so they go with a double in round one two and four and if you're playing Benny's perfect pairs game they per they pair perfectly with the likes of Brisbane all the way through in round seven so they are very relevant um, but after that they have a, a stint of four singles from rounds five through till nine and that's what makes them so interesting, I guess, because we don't know what's going on with them. We don't know what to think of their players that they've brought in to replace those big names like Franks and Cleveland, etc. You know, what, but but they're kind of important to your to your super coach side because you, right. you'll need you probably need at least one of them. I think maybe even two with the seven games in the first four rounds. That's equal best, I think, with every with the highest mm-hmm. probably Melbourne. Um, so, yeah, it's a tough one. Well, probably a good segue into your segment for this, which is Boydie's Battles, where you're looking at the. Oh the uh, position battles for each team as we go into the Blitz. Beautiful. What do we want to know from the Blitz? Uh, I guess we want to know where all their minutes are going for their wings and guards. I think that would be probably the best thing because they've got Cal and they've got uh, Flowers, they've got McCarran, they've got Kadee, they've got Franklin who they've brought in. They're kind of – they're very heavy in those one to four, uh, one to three, basically. And then I guess <laughs> in the four or five, who's getting all the minutes? Obviously, Wiley's going to be playing bulk minutes. Humph looks fit. He's probably look, looking like he's going to be playing starters minutes. But then is there someone like Galloway sitting behind there or is it Alex Starling that comes in behind there and gets plenty of minutes? It's, um, it's a bit of an intriguing one. Yeah, we're yet to see them play uh, through the preseason with them all together, which is unfortunate. Hopefully that is something that we do get to see in the Blitz. Um, having a look just generally watching yesterday, uh, they really did mix and match <laughs> between all of them again. Um, Jamal Franklin potentially looked good in the first game and then didn't. But speaking, I'm going to go through these preseason scores now. Um, if you are a Patreon subscriber... On our Patreon page, I have put a link to every single preseason score for Supercoach, and it is sorted by average points per minute and points per dollar. So make sure you get onto there. But I'll go through some key takeaways uh, of some players that we're looking at. So the top averaging player for Adelaide through the preseason was Trey Cal. Ooh. So he was one in the uh, the intro song, and does he run hot without AC? Um, the Jacob Wiley on debut is probably worth a mention. He did get his 21 uh, super coach points, but these guys are priced at 
24 for a new import for Jacob Wiley. So 21, you would not be making money on that. But for his first run with some limited minutes, I think, yesterday. Yeah, 17 or something yesterday, wasn't it? He yeah. looks on track. I had a look um, previously at Wiley's old stats and he never really fan- fantasied at the time but no. couldn't uh, really – wasn't that great of a super coach um, sc- scorer, I guess, based on his prior performance. But he just brings that energy, so he might be one. Um the top points per minute player from Adelaide is, in fact, Isaac Humphreys. Ooh, like that. Um, so, you know, do we have a return of Isaac Humphreys from a couple of years ago where he was, you know, got a couple of games in the 70s or 80s with the double-doubles, etc. in the old scoring, which had roughly equivalent to, what, 40s? Something along those lines? That's it. Yeah. A bit higher. Yeah. yeah. So, so he did have a next star passing him in the ball that time, and he's got one again intentionally in Trey Flowers who averaged 17 super coach points in his opportunity. Um he has been starting in every single game. Uh, he rebounded really well yesterday. He couldn't get the ball over halfway, and I saw that people were sort of concerned about that, but uh, we'll discuss Trey a little bit more in depth soon. But he averaged 17 super coach points in the preseason. He's priced at 10. So Ooh, I like they that. can still, still definitely still make you money. money. Yep. And Jamal Franklin is the other one that... Uh, we need to talk about, I think, uh, based on his performance. He averaged eight, uh, having a, a, a less than ideal score. But we'll go through some of these players in more depth now. Uh, Banksy, I think it's your turn. Uh, we put out a poll uh, for players to discuss and the top respondents on X, is that right? X, At, at people underscore blokes was, in fact, Trenton Flowers with 57.5% of the vote. Banksy, what are your thoughts on Trenton? Well, he's a 115k guard, so I guess that's why there's a lot of interest there. He's cheap. Um, he's 33% owned as it stands right now. He's lengthy. He's six foot eight, um, six foot eight PG. Um, slated to be a, a lottery pick. 18 fantasy points in that first game. Um, that was from 12.7 rebounds and two assists in 17 minutes. So decent stats for the minutes played. Um, that was against Sem, um, but also noting in that same game, it was an absolute blowout as well. They won by 36, and there was seven Adelaide players that scored 18 fantasy points or more. So it Super was coach points, yep. hard to get a read on. And then yesterday, he scored just the 16 fantasy points. But as you said, it's still a return on what he's priced at, being around the, the 10 mark. Um, mm-hmm. CJ Bruton said he will 100% be the starting point guard come round one, despite being heavily recruited as a wing out of high school. And I had to listen to a podcast, Sam Vicini, on the Has Been Hoops podcast that you recommended, Benny. That's by Anstey and Wertho. He highlighted a couple of flags. So the first being, the first thing every NBA scout brings up about Flowers is he's been to four different high schools. Take from that what you will. But he also thinks playing him at point guard is a bad idea when CJ, he needs to win this season. So it's suggested it may not last long. He will end up on a wing with McCarran playing the, po- the point soon enough. So he's a big blitz watch for me being a starting point guard at 115K, but the three doubles in the first four rounds at his price is, is going to be pretty hard to pass up. Yeah, interesting that after last season with Randall, drama, all this sort of stuff, um, someone who Bordy's about to talk about as well has had his own little bit of drama as well. Um, but, I mean, for me, he's almost close to a lock based on his performance so far. You say, like you say, it was only 16 super coach points, Banksy. Um, but 
he can get the rebounds just based on his size. There was some discussion in our Discord chat about him not being able to bring the ball over half court, and he really couldn't. Shannon Scott had him in trouble. But something about Brisbane when we talk about them, their defensive pressure was excellent, which is could be a sign of the new coach. And having Mitch Norton in the back backcourt certainly helps. But in transition, he was very good. He was very good. He can get to the line and he can get rebounds with that frame. So I think he's going to have a nice fit. Super coach floor, <laughs> and uh, and I think he's uh, he will be a good pick and will make you some money. Don't mind it. I don't know if he's startable though. I don't think he's startable. Yeah, I think at some point we could, did get excited about him being startable, but yeah, I've got a question if uh, this next person is startable. But Banks, anything I else? I think I just think that's interesting. It's going to come down to your structure, isn't it? So can you play to? Guards on your bench, including flowers that are not playable on your court. It's about how much confidence you're going to have in this guy, depending on who else you, you're pairing with on the I, bench. I know I've certainly had to play around with it. Um, yep. Just can I, can I just do it for one week? <laughs> can I do it for one week? Uh, well, you can. Yeah, so uh, definitely an option to watch for in the Blitz. Is this next person an option, Audie? Well, I don't know. Frank Sless, oh, but is Frank Lynn in your side come round one for NBL Supercoach? Oh, Robert Frankless. Now, as we mentioned briefly before, he had a 19 in their first game, not a bit, you know, in probably not huge minutes, and then a negative two to care of some turnovers in the game yesterday against Brisbane. So it's got me a little bit shaky, but this guy, uh, and mm-hmm. the, the big key thing of that negative two that came out is he didn't score a single point. He hardly. He, I don't think he had a shot in the first half, to be honest. Oh, there you go. But now this now this guy comes in with the reputation of being an absolute scorer. He's averaged. Uh, he's been averaging kind of thirties previously in China, and gone downhill a little bit over the last couple of years. But um, uh, you know, he, he had yeah, uh, uh, scoring all over the place. Apparently, can do anything. He can shoot. And in that first game, you saw it a little bit. He had a nice little, t- nice little. He shoot, was the shot one on to him. look for exactly. Um, and then all of a sudden, we've got this negative two. So it, it's kind of ruling it out. So I think one I am very much interested in watching on the blitz because I did have him after that first game in my starting lineup at one stage in in a various forms of my current super coach that has been playing down already. But at the moment, I. You can't have him in there based on the neg two, obviously. Do you um, know who I also had in my preseason squad? Who's that? Thinking back, a couple of seasons, and it was Keith. Oh, the name was mentioned oh, no. yesterday on the Discord chat. Oh, could be. Oh, Sloan. Oh. oh, oh, okay. Well, this is the thing. We've had the drama. I mentioned it earlier, but he was with the Fiber X's of the Philippines, I believe, uh, after. Um, falling out. There's a previous relationship with CJ. He looked fantastic. He was the player to, to, that stood out in that first game where they dominated uh, South East Melbourne. Um, but when things got a little hard yesterday, he was not the one that was getting the shots up. So it's going to be a volume-based scoring game. It'll be interesting to see how Jamal Franklin goes. And he received 20% of the vote in the poll as well. So... Um, moving on to our last player that we want to highlight, which is mine, which is Trey Cal, receiving 15.8% of the vote uh, when we asked which players you wanted to have a look at. And he performed well. Looks good. Yeah. Performed well. He uh, averaged the highest averaging player, as I mentioned, um, 23.5. Now, Bordy and I are Southeast Melbourne Phoenix fans, so we watched Cal very closely. Um, he started the season injured. He 
got injured again. <laughs> um, but he basically never – we had this thing called Cal's Corner where he would get the ball and on offense he'd go sit in the corner and just sit there and not touch the ball on a possession. I haven't got any advanced usage stats so far, but from the eye test, the ball is going through his hands quite a bit. He's initiating a lot of the offense. And look, he – I like the idea of the post-hype sleeper. Um, so he – we loved the video from Southeast Melbourne last season. It was over at uh, Summer League in Las Vegas. It's like, hey, we've got this guy. He's always been too expensive for us. Yep, yep. He's coming down now. He's going to play for us. And Coach Mitchell and Tommy Greer were like, oh, yeah, this this is going to be fantastic. Um, just never really had a good crack at it last year. Uh, fantasy average of uh, 30 last season. Um, so that's about 20 super coach points is the equivalent this season. Now, he did finish the season with 40, so significantly better than his season-long average in his last four games last season. And I have a soft spot because he did have a 74 uh, last season, which took me to the number one ranked AFL fantasy player in the universe, which lasted until two games later when he got hurt again for a minus one. So So there's uh, a bit of bias. There is a little little bit bit of bias. And I I mean, that minus one, I should... um, that hurt equally as much <laughs> as the 74 was uh, pleasurable. But uh, look, what are your thoughts on Cal? I will say that structurally, being just that little bit cheaper than the standard import price can lead to a little bit of upgrading from those $69,000 bench players that intrigues me. I, I guess with the schedule, you've got to think you've got to think about him. And if he plays, keeps playing like this in the blitz, then I think he's definitely one to put on there. Now, you, the way you talked about it just then, Benny, it sounded like he only played five games of the year, but he actually played 23. And that included that negative one game where he did get hurt early in the game. So let's say 22 games out of 28 last season. That's correct. Um, so he didn't miss that many, really. Um, although that's a fair chunk, I guess, when you talk of percentages. But um, uh, and those last when he came home with those, you know, average and forty those last four mm-hmm. games, roughly what thirty super coach points, really. Yeah, so, so he's well punching above. above his average if he just does that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this team they're going to need some scoring if Franklin's not scoring like he did yesterday. Yeah, didn't, didn't yesterday. So definitely one to watch. All right, I reckon. That is probably about it. Uh, wrap us up, Boydie. Beautiful. Uh, and now, just sort of let you know, we've got the Patreon League invites. They've started going out. So if you want to get into the action for our Patreon Leagues, you need to join up as a Patreon supporter. There is a link on our website, which is www.basketballblokes.com. Uh, you can find us on X, formerly Twitter, at Beeble underscore blokes, or just Facebook, Basketball Blokes. And for those still listening, how many Adelaide have you currently got in your team? I'm sitting on two at the oh. moment. Banksy? I'm on a half. <laughs> Flowers keeps coming in and out of my team. Okay, I want him in there because he's got he's guaranteed to make cash. But it's just about structure. One currently. Okay, moving on. G'day there, it's Zach, also known as the Fez Coach of the Fez Monkeys. I got to say, the best part of being a Patreon supporter is the ever so helpful Basketball Blokes community. Whether it be team advice, injury news, or Boydie's gifts, the Discord chat has it covered. Also, quite handy for those pesky last minute play withdrawals. Hey guys, Denim Melrose here, coach of OK Then. And my favourite part about being a Patreon with the basketball blokes is all the data and stats they send through. It's worth far more than they charge and it couldn't be more handy. Hi everybody, my name's Ruby and I'm the coach of the McVeyland Times. My favourite thing about being a Patreon supporter is the pre-season cheat sheet. 
uh, knowing that I'm going to get my team off to the best start and the Discord chat uh, where everyone helps me see sense after I get a little trade wild. Hey, I'm Watto and I'm the coach of the Coogee Hornets. If you want to get all the stats, have some great banner with all those like-minded fantasy individuals, make sure you get on board with the basketball blokes and become a Patreon.